The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, with a private member's bill in the pipeline, there's a, a growing campaign to ban hair coursing here in spite of the sport following all the safety regulations that have been imposed on it. So, should it be totally banned or should it be left as it is with the appropriate regulation? To get both sides of the argument, I'm joined by the Minister of State for Further and Higher Education, Niall Collins, and by Aidan Urell, a director of the Irish Council Against Blood Sports. You're both very welcome. Um, the polls would suggest that a majority of Irish people, Niall, are against hair coursing, but you're not. Good morning, Pat. Um, no, I'm not against coursing. I, I'm not against greyhound racing. I wouldn't be against... Um, pretty much um, all of the outdoor pursuits that we have out there. Um, I think it's fair to say that um, it's very well regulated. There, there are a number of layers of regulation. And most importantly, the people who are involved in coursing are very dedicated to it. Um, they want to see it succeed. They want to see um, their coursing meetings run right. They want to see the industry regulated um, correctly. And they're, they're very engaged in all of that. I, I think for years... Obviously, there has been a campaign uh, to try and ban blood sports. Um, it's no different now. I would fully respect um, Lynn's view. I would fully respect the views of others. But I would differ with those views. And, and I think that um, on balance, um, the, the approach which is taken uh, in terms of the oversight and ensuring that animal welfare is at the core of uh, whatever, we, uh, you know, whatever people do uh, who are engaged in the sport um, that's of paramount importance to me, and I think that is the case. I know plenty of people. Uh, I, I represent the County Limerick constituency. There's a number of coursing meetings uh, right across my constituency. I've been to them. Uh, I know the people who are involved. Um, they're very decent people. They're dedicated to it, and as I say, they want to see it run right. Also, it's an industry. Um, it's a wider industry. The greyhound racing industry, as you know yourself, Pat, um, is a huge employer. It contributes um, significantly to our Irish economy, and um, people are um, engaged in uh, the people who are engaged in greyhound racing are also engaged in coursing. And I would also make the observation, whilst I respect um, people's view to differ, um, that um, some people who are involved in movements to, to ban various types of sport, um, you know, we don't seem to know where will where will they stop if they succeed in banning coursing. Uh, they will then move on to greyhound racing, they will then move on to horse racing. Uh, will fishing, is fishing on their agenda? Fox hunting mm. is on their agenda. Will, will, it stop at, will it stop at the slaughterhouses and the meat processing plants that put food into our food chain? Okay, um, a very comprehensive uh, support for hair coasting to continue. Aidan Urell, what say you? He talks about animal welfare being a priority and having it run right. He's talking about running something something that is downright cruel in a proper fashion. That's contradictory. I mean, hares are taken out of the wild. It's stressful for the hares. They're terrorising. Taking hares out of the wild in nets, keeping them in compounds, coursing compounds for weeks on end, using them for trials, which they do, which is training, uh, which is trialling a young greyhound and using them on the day of coursing for three days possibly of coursing, running them up the field, using them as a live bait in front of greyhounds where they risk injury and death. And it is happening that hares are still being injured. They're being mauled, they're being pinned to the ground and mauled. I have filmed such such incidents myself. 
I've seen it happen. Hair is being pinned down and mauled to the ground. Now, he can have all the regulations he likes. No amount of regulation. Vets standing by, rangers from the national parks standing by, is going to alleviate the stress, the terror, and take the risk of injury away. I mean, that's it. He, they can't stop it happening. They can't stop cruelty happening. I mean, it is happening. It's downright cruel. And in fact, it's a breach of the Animal Health and Welfare Act. But it, it's um, exempted from um, prosecution. They have to specially exempt hair coursing and fox hunting from prosecution because if they didn't, they would, it would breach the Animal Health and Welfare uh, mm. Act. Niall Collins? Well, I, I don't agree, as Aideen has, has pointed out. There, there are layers of regulation in terms of oversight. You, you have, obviously, the Irish Coursing Club itself is an oversight body. Um, it has its structures and procedures um, that have to be adhered to. There, there's rules around coursing, about how the coursing meetings are run. Um, national parks and wildlife have an input. Uh, veterinarians have an input. Uh, the, the welfare of both the hares, and the greyhounds is of paramount importance. Um, similarly, in greyhound racing, um, there's been huge advances in the whole um, animal welfare standards which operate around greyhound racing. Yeah, but I mean, greyhounds are, are chasing a mechanical hare. Uh, greyhounds are, by definition, they're sighthounds. They're not uh, scent hounds. So they go after things that move. And that's why the hare, I suppose, is the target in hare coursing and why the mechanical rabbit or hare is uh, the target in, in making them run around a, a, a racetrack. But here you have one creature uh, who's out there having sport, uh, hunting, and another creature that's absolutely terrified. Yes, of course, of course, it's a sport where um, where there is a chase, um, and that's been there since time began. Pat, um, it's the natural instinct of of a hare to run, and it's the natural instinct of a, of a greyhound, and indeed of most dogs to chase a rabbit or, or a hare, um, and that has been adapted into a sport which is coursing or an outdoor pursuit which um, a lot of people partake in. The point, the point that I'm making is, uh, and I think this is a very important message for our listeners, the animal welfare, um, the, the whole ethos of animal welfare is very much at the core of everything to do with both coursing and greyhound okay. racing. So uh, Aide, I want to go back to Aideen on this. Um, the, the, the question of hares are born to run and uh, greyhounds are born to chase. That's what they are, sighthounds. And it's uh, kind of in the wild, for example, well, you know, a hare might be chased by a fox or back in the day it would have been a wolf or whatever. Uh, they would make good their escape. And very much like you see in the Serengeti, when the lion chases a, a, a young deer of some kind, an antelope or whatever, as soon as the lion heads off, the whole, the, the, the flock of antelope just chill. They go back to but eating is, and the, is, as if nothing happened. Yes, but this is in the wild, Pat. This is nature in the wild. These are human beings uh, doing... Uh, this is um, human beings doing this to an animal, take, exploiting the animal, taking mm-hmm. it out of the wild and using it in a perverted way uh, for, to, get, to, to have sport for themselves and to gamble on the outcome. I mean, this is not normal and natural. This is... And listen, Pat, hair coursing is now banned in England... Scotland, Wales and Northern Ireland and we're the last here, the last outpost for this barbarism here 
and as you said yourself, 77% according to the most recent poll, independent poll carried out in 2019, want to agree that hair coursing should be banned. Mm. And it's not an urban-rural divide, certainly not, because when you break that down, uh, it shows 78% of rural wanted banned and 76% urban. So there's no urban-rural divide going on here with this. This is a majority that want to see hair coursing banned. It's outdated. It belongs in a Roman Colosseum, not in 19... Sorry, not in 2023. I, I mean, I stand at these meetings, if I'm allowed in, because I'm not now. I was dragged out of Clonmel in 2014, hauled out of it for daring to film this. Um, I say to myself, I'm at a meeting, and I say to myself, what year is this, and what planet am I on watching this horrendous, horrible, surreal thing happening in front of my eyes? Yeah. Now, uh, the, the, the uh, question of... of um, up the field yeah. while crowds watch. Yeah, I, I mean, there are a number of elements, obviously, to uh, what's going on. The hare is trapped in the field. Um, the greyhounds chase the hare people look on uh, we don't know anything I suppose about the internal life of, of the hair and the the charge will be made against you I'm sure that you're guilty of anthropomorphism which is you know uh, giving human characteristics to animals yes but they're they're guilty of perverting exploiting an animal taking it out of the wild taking it out of its natural habitat putting it into an arena and setting two dogs after it I mean, as I said to you, Pat, this would be breaching the Animal Welfare Act, most definitely, if you did this to another animal. If you set up a cat and set two dogs after it, you'd be, guilt- you'd be breaching the Animal Health and Welfare Act. But they have a special exemption. Why, I don't know. Why this tiny minority of animal abusers uh, are, seem to be getting their way all the time when the majority wanted outlawed. The text coming in, it's legal only in Spain, Portugal and Ireland within the EU. Another one, there's no defence for killing for sport. It's savage and we're horrified to read what was done in the Roman games and the way slaves were treated. We have learnt nothing. You cannot defend cruelty no matter who is there. That's uh, from Lorna. Hair coursing, that man is talking about regulation. That's Niall Collins, uh, the minister. Yes, it's legal and regulated, but that doesn't mean it's right. It would be interesting to hear a vet's view on the five freedoms and how hair coursing aligns with that. That's from Rachel in Roscommon. Uh, as a taxpayer, I absolutely and utterly object to a single cent of my taxes being handed over to greyhound racing. The recent discovery of greyhound carcasses in Newbridge shows the kind of care and kindness that their owners provide from uh, Claire in Wicklow. Uh, that man, Niall Collins, should be put in a field with an angry dog and see if he'd like to be a poor, defenceless animal. Please grow up. That's from Anne O'Neill. It's uh, so cruel, she says. Um, uh, I volunteer in an animal rescue. A huge amount of greyhounds that do not make the cut end up in rescue. End this barbaric practice. It's unconscionable. Coursing is just beyond its sell-by date. It's not a sport. Uh, that's from D in uh, Kerry. So, Niall Collins, um, do you accept maybe that pretty soon time will be up for hair coursing? Well, what, what I would say to you is that um, my, my party, Fianna Fáil, supports greyhound racing. Um, we support coursing. We support outdoor rural pursuits. Um, the programme for government doesn't contain um, any 
uh, proposal or plans to change that. Um, that's my personal position. That's my party position. It's the position of, of the government. Um, whether or not sports sustain into the long term is down to the people who are engaged in the sport and the people who have an interest in it. Um, but it's certainly um, across rural Ireland, across, uh, particularly across the southern part of Ireland, um, coursing and greyhound racing is very, very strong. It's very, very vibrant. There's over 10,000 jobs um, allied to, to the industry, um, giving people gainful employment. Um, and I want to make this point also, Pat, that um, this government has hugely increased the amount of funding which has gone into animal welfare organisations. There's 98 um, animal welfare charity organisations around Ireland, and the funding has increased from €3 million Euros, uh, to €5 million Euros under Charlie McConnell, the Minister oh, all right. uh, I mean, In so. other words, uh, at the moment, at any rate, uh, you are going to continue your support of uh, hair coursing. Uh, Aideen, I'll finally go to you. Uh, Niall is saying that thin end of the wedge, you know, first of all, it's hair coursing, then it'll be greyhound racing. And I put it to you that, you know, no one gets hurt in the actual racing event in greyhound racing and in fact the greyhounds clearly show they enjoy pelting around uh, chasing (laughs) something they can never catch but they love a good run out they love a good stretch of the legs and as long as they're well cared for and rehomed when their racing career is over um, it shouldn't be a problem Well it is a problem Pat because a lot of greyhounds are injured during greyhound racing and what happens to them afterwards they're, they're probably put down. And we know from, from the um, Greyhounds Running for Their Lives, the award-winning documentary on RTE in 2019, we know what happens to Greyhounds. It was all revealed in all its So uh, are you thinking that Greyhound racing should be banned and therefore yeah, horse yes, racing, Pat. because horses do die in horse racing, that horse racing should be banned and ultimately close the abattoirs? Pat, I, I think all cruelty to, to animals should be banned. All exploitation of animals should be outlawed. I and mean, would that extend to butchers and abattoirs? Well, Pat, um, I don't eat meat and I... No, it's, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not I'm, criticising any stance you may take, Aidan. I was just trying to uh, find out whether or not Niall Collins' contention that if you ban hair coursing, that it will end well, up with I, banding what's meat in the food chain. People are becoming more, their eyes are opening to the cruelty that's going on. People are becoming more aware of what happens. They're becoming more aware of how, their meat, how meat comes on a plate, where it comes mm. from. They're, they're beginning to realise things like this. All right, well, that, that is perhaps a, a debate for a, know, another day. Once you know about it, you can't turn your back All on right. it. Aideen, thank you very much for joining us. Aideen Urell, spokesperson for the Irish Council Against Blood Sports, and Niall Collins, Minister of State for Further and Higher Education. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.